Hi, this is She Hope. This show is the lead out loud version of coronavirus update from the Washington Post. Today is September 15th. Here's the latest. The World Health Organization on Sunday reported the highest global one day increase in coronavirus infections since the pandemic began. More than 308,000 new cases with India, the United States, and Brazil topping the list. Global health leaders also shared concerns that Europe will see a spike in coronavirus related deaths in fall as cases there climb to levels not seen since the spring. In the United States, more than 191,000 COVID related deaths and 6.5 million cases have been reported, with an average over the past week of 35,000 new cases per day. President Trump held an indoor campaign rally in Nevada on Sunday night, even though the state still has a ban on gatherings of more than 50 people. Photos and videos of the rally showed maskless Trump support supporters standing shoulder to shoulder, drawing rebukes from his political op- opponents. The president appears to have forgotten that. This country is still in the middle of a global pandemic, said Nevada government, Governor Steve Sislock. Trump defended the rally in an interview with the Las Vegas Review Journal by saying that he is very far away from the crowd while he is on stage, and so I am not at all concerned. Political appoints have sought to change, delay, and prevent the release of reports about coronavirus by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention because they were viewed as undermining President Trump's message that the pandemic is under control. Michael Capito, the top spokesman at the Department of Health and Human Services, told the Post Lena H. Sun that he and one of his advisors have been seeking greater scrutiny of the CDC's weekly scientific dispatches. The Post Aaron Blake broke down all the ways the Trump team has meddled in health officials' coronavirus work. More cities and states are reopening bars and restaurants, and one of, the, the, one of those could be riskier than the other. According to the Post analysis, states that reopened bars experienced, on average, a doubling in the rate of coronavirus cases three weeks later. That doesn't mean indoor restaurant dining is risk free. In Louisiana, for example, there are 41 outbreaks tied to restaurants and the same number of outbreaks associated with bars. But bar outbreaks appear to result in more infections. Read how crowded bars and restaurants dining contribute to the spread in unique ways. On the other hand, the food delivery boom has res- resulted in a mountain of waste. Thanks to the pandemic, online food orders were up 127% in the second quarter compared to last year, and dis- disposable utensils and plastic packaging have piled up along with them. The post food critic Tom Seitzman. Spoke with some experts about how to minimize your takeout crush. Other important news 
a federal judge temporarily blocked the U.S. Postal Service from sending an election mailer with patently false information to more voters in Colorado. Amazon said Monday that it will hire an additional 100,000 workers to meet surging demand in the COVID-19 era, bolstering an already dramatic expansion of its workforce this year. A survey of hundreds of employers in the greater D.C. area shows most of the region's workers won't be returning to the office before next summer. Around the world, health officials face death threats. In Japan, coronavirus discrimination proves almost as hard to eradicate as the disease. Live updates and more. Truck death and confirmed cases in the United States and across the world. Where states reopened and cases spiked. Vaccine trucker. We are trucking more than 200, and these are the top ones watch. Post reporters are publishing live dispatches nearly 24 hours a day, with the latest about what's happening in the DC area. Submit a question and we may answer it in a future story or newsletter. Your questions answered. With the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention quote, manipulating morbidity data, how do you vet your cases share? Chart info, KC in Orion. Let's clarify this question a little. We believe you are referring to last week's story that the Trump administration has been pressuring the CDC to alter its morbidity and mortality weekly report. But despite the name, those reports are not the national coronavirus infection and death rate most people are familiar with. The MMR WRs, as they are called, are reports by experts and for experts on the board range of health topics such as how infections are spreading among children at the at daycares, or the use of hydroxychloroquine as a COVID-19 treatment, for example. The post daily chart COVID-19 cases are death. Doesn't rely on the CDC for its data, so our numbers wouldn't be affected by reports of manipulation at the, that level, anyway. But we do get most of our data directly from state health agencies that sometimes have their own reporting problems, and we have no way to vet their numbers. The state's data is like state data, and it's not always the best quality. Most COVID 19 data in the United States originates in local hospitals and medical facilities, where the patients behind the numbers are be- being tested, diagnosed, treated, and in the worst case, cases declared dead. The hospitals report their data to country or state health departments, which generally publish it on public websites. That's where the posts get data to feed into our charts. Even our national totals are just the sum of reports from all states and territories. The federal government isn't involved. However, other chains of data do pass through the federal government, which is where the allegations of a politician politicization come in. For example, hospitals used to report information of bed capacity to the CDC, which made it public. 
Earlier this summer, the CDC's parent agency, Health and Human Services, ordered hospitals to send the information directly to them, and the bed reports subsequently disappeared from CDC's website. The post editor who observes our coronavirus tracking, Jacqueline Dupree, knows that states occasionally muddy up their numbers without any intervention from the federal government. As the states change their methodologies, our numbers can see large spikes on drops. She said, The most recent example is Massachusetts, which in early September stopped using its own definitions for what what made a probable case and switched to the CDC definition, which resulted in a subtraction of of more than 7,000 cases from, from their combined and probable total cases. There is, a, there is also perennial concerns that uneven testing rates in many states are driving fluctuations in our charts. But at the very least, we don't have to worry about White House interference. Today's top reads. Find more stories, analysis, and top up as about the outbreak on our coronavirus page including which NFL stadiums will allow fans in week two. The privilege and pain one doctor and mother is balancing through the pandemic. How Trump's hostility to cities threatened to worsen the recession. How Fauci came to receive the ultimate honor, his own hobble-head doll. Americans who can afford to hoard cash are waiting for vaccine to spend it. Kids went to open-air schools during this epidemic in winter in New England. It's time to focus on potential long-term organ damage from COVID-19. We think you will like this newsletter. Check out today's headlines for the most important news stories of the day, curated the by post editors delivered every morning, the Washington Post.